Small Talk with Rich and Lisa. We are your hosts, Rich and Lisa Small. Hey, thanks for joining us today. And today we have an award-winning five-star mortgage professional. Joyce McQuaid is going to be joining us and sharing her vast knowledge on the subject of mortgages. When I posted yesterday about Joyce being on our podcast, some friends actually wrote in and said um, that they knew Joyce. They knew Joyce from when she lived in the Briarcliff area. And uh, somebody actually said she is a great softball player. Definitely good to know for for the future. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Joyce, I have to say, we've been looking forward to having you on. I'm excited to be here. Thanks, Rich. Happy New Year to you guys. Happy New Year to you. you. And it is kind of cool that we're in a new year with the prospects of uh, the year in front of us, right? I can't, uh, you know, it's, it's obviously when the calendar turns like that, you always count your blessings, but I'm ready to leave 23 behind and at least the real estate side. And I am so looking forward to this year. A lot of exciting things out there going on. We are too, Joyce. We can't wait to see how the spring market's going to turn out this year. We've heard a lot of people saying that they're enthusiastic about it and very positive about it. And we have a listing coming up very soon, which we can't wait to get the information out and get that sold. You know what's going to turn this market and it has started already and and we're only the 10th of january is listings so uh kudos to you guys you know you're making a difference out there that's what we're seeing we're seeing more listings and that's going to turn this um real estate economy around for sure yes and the lower interest rates coming down that that's we're seeing it we're definitely seeing it for sure i think that's a mindset in people's in, in people's minds about lower interest rates, especially people that have a 3% rate. And then like, do they really want to go and get a higher rate? But now that they're coming down, it's not as, you know, it's not so bad. It's not as scary. It's not as scary for sure. You know, and the old saying, you know, you, um, you marry the house, you date the rate, you know, and it's really, it's really true. It's really true. So, yep. Um, we're in, we're, we're definitely on, on that side of uh, side of the fence where we're going to see rates improving. It'll be slow, but it still will be improving for sure. Yeah. And that's a good sign. So people can kind of hang their hats on that, that, you know, hopefully we're going to have a good spring. We just had a, a company wide meeting on zoom with our broker and he's very enthusiastic. He's very confident that this year is going to this spring market actually is going to be a good market oh and we, we need that i'm all about it i'm all about it we all do we all need that we all yeah. do. we all need that for sure yeah for sure well there's definitely a lot of exciting stuff on the mortgage side and i'm excited to share it with y'all i can't Sorry. wait yeah but we've been waiting all week to talk to you and um just, you know, let it loose, Joyce. Oh, I'm going to let it loose. I can tell you this. I can't give you 3% interest rates back, guys. That's a thing in the past. And I'm an old workhorse. Um, I have been in this industry since, in the industry since 1985. I have been doing mortgages since 1991. And it's all I know, you know, grew up in real estate, family of real estate, um, bought my first house at 18 investment properties as well as residential pretty much delaware county all my life but i have ventured out into the other side of the river in new jersey in the last two years 
Um, but what I do know, real estate's the same and buyers are the same everywhere. You have that apprehensive when you apprehension, when you, you think like, uh, oh, wow, I want to buy my first house. And you have all that stuff that comes out in your head like, um, oh, I don't know if my credit's good enough. I haven't been in my job long enough. Or, you know, you say, I don't have enough saved. Like, where do I start? What do I do? You know, and that's why you guys doing a podcast like this and getting it out there for buyers. Hopefully we can touch one or two people that maybe they can tell one or two people that, wow, like I'm not out of the game. I might be in the game, you know? Yeah, you're right. That That is the biggest misnomer, I'd say, in the industry. People, they disqualify themselves before they even get out of the gate. And all the more reason to have somebody like you on the show with us today so you can um, you know, give people confidence to move forward. There's, there's no doubt about it. I, I always like to empower the borrowers, Rich and Lisa, because and, and you know, this is education without obligation. It's a this is this is a free service and I I want to do it and educate. I bought my first house at 18, scared to death, you know, was a couple hundred dollars short. My my older sister by five years had a tap Mac at Wispus at the McDade Mall and run down money to the settlement table and and it's a true story, but it led me to always know that when I got into this industry, I wanted to gently guide and hold hands and make sure everybody has all their options because there are a lot of ambulance chasers out there. And there's like mm -hmm. the Internet is so fast and, you know, rocket this and fast this and it scares you and it doesn't give you the accurate information all the time. And I love to get everybody's foundation right the first time. And, you know, with that further said, like, I, you know, I'd love to, you know, go into some of the things that we can offer. I just didn't know what, how you wanted to coordinate this yeah. for us. Um, yeah. If that works. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, I want to hear it. Yeah. I mean, the first thing to know is it, the buyers out there and, and, and by buyers, I don't just don't mean first time buyers, even those apprehensive selling buyers that you know the the sellers out there that want to move up or or move down or, and they're scared because like you said lisa earlier that you you know they have this low interest rate and they don't want to give it up but that being said no matter if it's a first time second time investment you know residential you you want to just always make sure you you put your house in order and it's your comfort zone everybody had hopefully beautiful holidays and they spent time with family and friends and you go over to their house and the first thing you say is Oh, well, I want this. This is what I want, you know, and, um, you know, besides the decorating aside, you you want to be able to know that you're buying within your means and nobody else's. I think that's the biggest piece of advice I'd like to give. You don't want to test drive the as I always say this, you don't want to test drive a Lamborghini when you can only afford a VW. Right. right? So you, you want to be able to know you're staying in your right lane and why we do that, you know, and, and to, uh, to maybe compound some of the, uh, the fears out there, there are programs. If you're worried about your credit, there are programs. If you're worried about the, your savings, there are programs, you know, for our veterans, for our teachers, for our community workers, for our doctors, there are so many programs that are out there that we can customize you know some are niche some are normal and we can customize them you know to the borrower's needs and you know where where you start first is here and by here i mean with your expert real estate agents 
that can guide you to um, to a lender. FCCB is wonderful. I have been there. Used to be called HVB. Um, I've been with them for ten years, um, and um, they are a strong bank located out of Doylestown. I'm only saying this for a reason because you're not a number. You're a real person. It's not an 800 number. It's not, you know we have online apps and all the fast stuff. I could. But we, mm -hmm. we offer the handholding. We offer the same team that's been in place for at least nine years, underwriting and processing. And that's important. That's very it's, important. Yeah, it's in, it's a, yeah. and it happens all under one roof in Doylestown. And that's kind of cool. Um, FCCB also mm -hmm. offers the first-time buyer programs. And to kind of take that a step further, let's say, where do you start? Let's just, okay, Joyce, stop talking. Let me, t let me hear, where do you get started? Well, the first thing you want to do is get in touch, right? And, you know, Lisa or Rachel will hook us up by, you know, by email or by text, and we'll have a light conversation. And I'll explain to you something like this. We're going to, you're going to fill out a mini application for me. We're going to Zoom meet if you want, if you want to take, you know, if, 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 if you're worried about the Zoom and you never did that, we can do it by phone. You know, it's not, I, I like the handholding because I think it's important. Um, but we, we take your application and say, okay, what are your goals? Well, Joyce, I want to buy within the next six months. My lease is up in March and um, I don't have a lot of money saved because Christmas just tapped me out and um, I have uh, a little work to do on my credit. And before you look at anything, I want to put some more money in the bank. Well, I'm going to tell you, don't do anything until you talk to me. Mm -hmm. Don't try to make yourself look pretty and wrap yourself up in a bow for me. I am, um, let's put this uh, word out there, a confessional. <laughs> It's your, your secrets are safe with me. I, it's a no judgment zone. It's me guiding you to where you got to be, um, you know, as a borrower. Uh, you know, I can help you get that house in order. I can help you with the budget. I can give you some aha moments in your budgeting that tells you by looking at a pay stub and a bank statement and a quick conversation. I can kind of guide you and say, look, guys. You know, you might not be ready now, but I'm going to set your table now so you're ready for next for six months from now. So you're ready for a year from now. We do that as well. You know, uh, Lisa and Rich, you probably always come across, um, you know, buyers who are worried about their credit. You know, they overextended or it could be a divorce where he or she kind of screwed up their credit. Um, it could be a parent that screwed up their credit. It could be just bad judgment as a teenager going into college, you know, when they send you all that free money and they, you never knew how to pay it back because you weren't taught. Um, all of that, all of that stuff, all of that stuff is there. And what's cool about that is I guide you, you'll, you'll fill out, we'll have a quick conversation. You fill out this application and we figure out your goals and your comfort zone. Then I say, well, guess what? You know, we can't do anything right now. That's okay too. Like I'll never say no. Um, I I'll do everything within my power to get you on the right track. And the guy and Lisa and and Rich are really good about this. And I know you guys are because I've known you for a while. You know the follow up to make sure you're on the right track. If you need accountability, I could be at your front door. You know, and looking at you with them eyes, going, "Oh, you better have paid that bill." No, I won't do that. I'm only kidding. Um, but I will. I will say this. 
we do have we do have ways that like drip campaigns where we can touch base with you once a month to make sure you are on track. Right. One of the big one of the biggest things I find or I find in my career that besides all the fear, I have a lot of people that think they're never able to buy yes. because they were told that by other people. Yeah. And other people were looking for the maybe the bigger the the golden goose when we're looking to get you in your first home and then get you in your second home and then get your cousins in their first home and second home. And Lisa and Rich, you kind of work that way. And um, it's like, we're, we're about the relationship, not about, not about just a 30 day wham, bam, and, and see you later, never talk to you again. Absolutely. (laughs) Right. So so Joyce, you mentioned just briefly about FCCB, which by the way, what's that stand for? Um, The FCCB, is First Citizens Community Bank. So we know from our experience that when you have everything done in-house, that means that you representing, say, a buyer in this case, um, you have people that you can go directly to the underwriter who's overseeing you know, the, the loan and, and who knows the rules for that bank. You can work directly with them. It's, like, it's not like you're calling some company in California and getting a different underwriter every time you get on the phone. This is the exact opposite of that. So that definitely- we are, a direct, we are a direct lender for Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, represent FHA, VA, and you're absolutely correct. Everybody that I mentioned that's part of that team is somebody that I can text at nine o'clock at night for answers if I needed to. Yeah, that yeah. that's huge. And that's what we try to tell prospective buyers when they're looking at pre-approval and they want to go to their I'm not going to even name any banks or anything, but any their lender, let's say, mm-hmm. and I've never heard of them or I'm a little leery of them because I've had bad experiences and I know other agents have had bad experiences and you try and let them know that we have a preferred lender list because we know in this business, you work with them on a regular basis. so. We're the ones that know who's going to get them to the settlement table, who's not, or who's going to have difficulty getting them to the settlement table. Yeah, it's and important. So we try to, you know, tell our prospective buyers that and our clients that that is a huge important piece of the whole transaction. That is, it's almost like it is the whole transaction if they're financing yeah because without those funds you're not buying a house and if you can't get to settlement you're not buying the house so um that is such an important part in the initial meeting that we have with clients that we try to really you know hit that hit them hard with that just to let them know because we have had clients who didn't listen and they said at the end, I wish we would have listened to you. Yeah, well, they, so. it's the truth. And the, the guidance starts with you guys. And it's, and it, you know, we're not, like I said, we're not just looking for, for that, you know, settlement paycheck. We want to make sure you have a good experience. Exactly. And let's face it, it is stressful when you think about buying a home. Yes. It's stressful when you think about a mortgage payment. But my goodness, I saw in 2023 how rental rentals have increased, right? So, you know, if you're out there on this call and you're paying, 
you know, you're paying $1,000, $1,500, $2,000, $2,500. You know, there's, we can model you to get you ready to buy a home and know that we're going to get you to the settlement table on time. And the other misconception, you know, I'm, I'm, it just popped in my head, but I'm kind of on the same lines. You might say, well, I've already have a pre-approval. Like I was online and I got one and, yes. you know, Rocket Mortgage. And I'm going to say them because they just drive me crazy <laughs> um, because there is nothing fast. You know, there's nothing fast. There's no good deed goes on turn. It's the same thing with that. And it's, 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 here's the thing, what the interest rate when you get a pre-approval and when you're ready to buy a house, it's, it's an apple and a banana. They're two different things. Like you don't get it to lock in a loan to lock in your rate on that fixed rate until you purchase, yeah. until you actually purchase. And a lot of times buyers say, oh, I already got this pre-approval from somebody else and they were giving me this rate. And I'm going, well, they really weren't. Look at the bottom line. It's saying this rate is not locked. They're not seeing that, you know? Yeah. So, but that's what we do. We stand by, we stand by everything we do for sure. And, you know, if, like I said, if I had to lean on somebody in, in Doylestown, I could in a heartbeat. And I'm saying Pennsylvania, I want to uh, make everybody aware, I'm pretty much licensed in the whole United States. So I can do loans. Our team can do loans everywhere. Um, um, yeah, it's good to know. I mean, there's some exceptions to that rule, but very little. So um, I'm very versed in the tri-state area, but I do loans in Florida, you know, um, even like it's, it's crazy. I even did one in Maine. So, um, but yeah, so we do, we, we are licensed in, um, in most states. Great. That's a big advantage. I mean, people are looking to relocate. Yes. Yeah. One-stop shopping, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what we hope, Rich. That's what we hope. But for our yeah. sellers out there, you know, the same thing applies for the sellers getting their stuff in order because the sellers have their own fear. Um, I don't want to live in a shoebox. I don't want to live in a box. I don't want to live on the street. I don't want to live with my kids, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, they get, uh, if we put the house up for sale, what's going to happen? And the same thing goes for a seller who maybe has been comfortable in their house for five, 10 years, that maybe yeah, conversation is free and, and getting your finances like looked at by me is also free. Honestly, you don't sign anything. And we say this, okay, if you, if you sold your house for this and you have this much equity and then you want to try to buy, cause people have that thought you need 20% down to buy a home, which is hogwash, you know? Um, and even it applies to the sellers too. Like, you know, why leave all that equity in your home if you know this is what I really want, you know, or yeah. I want to downsize and I'm stop, you know, stop paying these high Pico bills, especially yeah. when you lose your power every five minutes, um, like last night. And <laughs> so, um, but that the same thing goes for seller. We can put your finances in order in such a way and and maybe alleviate some of that angst um and show you our programs that could apply to you, like a bridge loan and how does that work or a home equity or get it in order. I want to do this in the spring. Lisa and Rich go out to your home and tell you, paint this, consolidate this, get rid of that. You know, they get your house all pretty ready to go with suggestions. But I do the same thing on the other end and put put you in order like you have a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars in equity. Well, you get a home equity line of credit sitting in place so you can then go to buy without having a house sale contingency. And as much as that sounds like empty words, they're not. It's It applies to sellers 
basically sellers who are apprehensive because they don't know, right? So we like to sit with them and educate them on their options. So there are some good options out there for sellers as well. Yes, that's, that is so important because we need more inventory on the market. We need more houses on the market. And that's what we're hoping for this spring. Absolutely. That more people, what I'm thinking is everybody's so maybe getting tired of waiting and putting their life on hold for people that wanted to move a year or two years ago when things weren't so bad, you know, when things were good um, rate wise, um, then they went up. Now they're just waiting and waiting and waiting for that, for the rates to go back down. It's but not they're, happening. But they're yeah. putting their life on hold, right? It's, and then yeah, when- It's crazy. And I, I tell people, I, I doubt we're ever gonna see 3% again. I mean, it's not likely, especially not in the next year or two. You know, I, I can't even imagine. I'm not, I don't have a crystal ball, but no, I just can't too. imagine. Yep. Mine, mine, I had one, but it cracked, you know, <laughs> so, it, it's the truth. It's, it's just not there anymore. But, you know, to, to, to kind of expound on that a little bit, the, the, the market, like to give you some Intel, at least from my point of view on this market, um, you know, been around a really long time, decades, right? I could say that mm -hmm. with, with all confidence and say this rates are rates. You don't buy the house based on rates. You buy with your comfort zone. Joyce, I want my payment to be around $2,000. I'm just hypotheticating. Mm -hmm. Then we back into, well, based on the current market, based on this, based on your, based on everything, this is your, this is your um, comfort zone of sale price. And we take that a step further when I, when I talk to borrowers and say, okay, well, you're, you're telling me that you only want to spend $2,000 in rent because you're comfortable right now at $1,600. I mean, at, in a mortgage payment and you're comfortable at $1,600. But did you know um, you have, you don't need to spend X amount of dollars to buy this house. You can spend a little less, trim some of the fat in your debt, in your debt that's bad debt, like credit card debt, um, possibly even pay off that car loan that maybe, you know, is going to be paid off in 12 months. You know, and a combination of um, uh, if if a, if a buyer is looking at the two thousand, do you know? Do you know that you have tax benefits from ownership, home ownership? Mm -hmm. That you know, you, when you go to file tax returns the following year, you're going to get a little more back, or you're going to get you're going to do better in your taxes. Therefore, that's considered an instant savings. Like you know, maybe it's an additional two thousand dollars a year. Well, that's another hundred and fifty dollars a month trimming your budget maybe you could have went to 2150 in a payment and bought that house around the corner that was twenty five thousand dollars more so all of this is conversation right yeah. and it's and it's good conversation that we have to allow the buyers to open their eyes to see it from a professional standpoint mm -hmm. um the market is not going to be anything you ever saw before at least in my career and i'm old in my 60s been around um, it, it just can't be our whole economy system in the United States can't sustain it. Number one, exactly. um, it just can't. And it, you know, we should have, you know, COVID just did a lot to us, you know, and it did a lot and it printed money and, you know, it's just stuff that we'll pay for, for, for a long time, right. As, as Americans, but in real estate, not stock, not anything else, 
I still hold real estate at the highest level of an investment. If people say, I want to invest, I need multiple investments and they're into stock and they're, you know, into bonds or whatever they're into, real estate is still the top. I, I agree. Um, yes. Yeah, it will never change. It, it has not, it's been that for 35 years. It will never change. It has sustained every economy. I brought my house at 16 and a half percent relative to a $30,000 house in Cowin, Delaware County. Yep. But that's regard, irregardless. It was what my comfort zone at the time, right? Exactly. So, and everybody has that, you know, in mind. And, you know, um, but keep in mind this the market, it doesn't hurt to find out. If you're not ready, you're not ready. But what I think I know, what I know is you're wasting your money if you're renting. And if you're if you're gonna wait for rates to come down, you're a dog chasing your tail. You're never gonna save enough money because every $10,000 that you save is only $70 in a payment a month. Wow, yeah. I'd rather see that $10,000 in your bank account right? because you need it for Home Depot, you need it for Marshalls, <laughs> you oh, need yeah. it. You need it for the pillows that match that couch that your husband said you can't get, right? It would be the pet store with us. Uh, there you go with that puppy or the kitty cat that uh, wasn't leaving leaving Lisa alone earlier, right? So, yeah, I mean, it's the truth. It's, it's like, so that's the conversations we have. And, you know, maybe if I can, I don't know the time on this. I just want to talk about a couple specific oh, programs yeah. oh, that maybe yeah. catch a buyer's ear. Yeah, and I I wanted you to talk about like what does somebody need to do to prepare, say like um, having a, a folder, say pretend they have a physical folder. What would they put in that folder? Oh, I love it. You? I love the non-electronic dollar store folder, <laughs> dollar store copy book. I love that thought process because if you want to have a conversation with me and know what you need to do it, you need a current pay stub. You need a most recent year W-2. In this case, it would be 2023, which will be out anytime now. Yep. They, ha they have to be out to everybody by the end of January. A current pay stub, the 2023 W-2, possibly a tax return for 23, not just the W-2, by the way, a W-2 is what your employer gives you guys. So that, you know, and not, and the tax returns, what you file with H&R Block or whomever does it for you, TurboTax, that's the actual um, tax return, the federal one. Um, you also want to have a current bank statement. If you're on this call and you have money in your mattress and you don't have any checking or savings accounts sa uh, yet, don't do anything with that money talk to me first. <laughs> but those who have the checking and savings, you want a month worth of a bank statement. So we can just kind of follow along to see your payment history, see if there's anything else that pops out that's not on your credit report. And really, Lisa and Rich, that's it. Um, we'll ask for ID later in life. Well, you know, that kind of stuff. Well, mm -hmm. we, we um, connect a lot of dots. But a folder, a simple folder with those three things are the only thing you need before you have that initial talk with me. And this way you can now I should say, side note, if you are self-employed and self-employed for two years or more, you would need two years tax returns yes. to show me. Right. 
okay? If you were always W-2 from an employer and just decided to go out on your own last June and you didn't even file a tax return yet, it's going to be hard to get a mortgage until you have an establishment of two years of your new business. Right. Okay. So just keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. So that's the simple thing in the folder to get started. And how, how about somebody that is, say they, they are, they started with a self-employed business and you know how a lot of people, they write everything off and then it looks like they made nothing. So can you speak to somebody about that? Like, yeah. For yeah. Those who have creative accountants, we'll call them. And let's say you've been in business for a long time. We have special programs that sometimes we don't have to see your tax returns. We can use your bank statements instead. Oh, great. But you have to be a seasoned, um, you have to be a seasoned um, uh, self-employed person. You can't just be a newbie at it, three years or more. And then we could take a year's worth of bank statements and kind of drive an income from that instead of looking at your tax returns. Okay. That's number one. Number two, before we hit the, the tax filing season and you are self-employed listening to this and you want maybe me talking points on the do's and don'ts when you go to file this year, I'd be more than glad to help. Great. How about, how about if we insert your contact info right here and we'll do it at the end as well. Okay, so, that, that's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, so your, your, you know, name, phone number, and your email address, your website. Do I actually put that in? Yeah, you can say it, whatever. Oh, okay. So first of all, it's uh, Joyce McQuaid. Phone number is 610-656-6842. My email address is jmmcquaid, like in David, at myfccb.com. I'm actually going to input the message there too, but um, please verify your email to get full access. It's not letting me, Lisa, but I don't want to hang myself up either. What's it doing? <laughs> It's being weird. Um, I don't. It says input your message, and then it doesn't let me. So input your message. Yeah, and in order for me to write, I have to hit input message, and then it won't let me write. It doesn't give me the keyboard. So that's weird, right? <laughs> but that's no. me. I'm also like not a great techie person, and I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, there. yeah, it's there. It's there for me to do it. So that's kind of weird. Um, but if, like I said, if um, I also, uh, the easiest way, even you can text me at the 610-656-6846, and I could text you my email address if you didn't get that. That might be helpful, too. Okay. Yeah. Great. And um, well, I just want to mention, Joyce, that we, if you are open to it, we'd like to have you on again, because there definitely could be a part two to this, especially after people hear you and maybe contact you with their own questions. Yeah, and we're gonna have Ron in March. Yeah, no, that's fabulous. I would love yeah. to, I would love to. But, but and, go ahead. I was just gonna say before, we're not we're not done now because we still have to hear about some of your programs that you have. Right. Yeah. No, no, that's what I figured because I was just gonna say March will be great because one of the programs that you said March and the light, light bulb went on, 
So let's say you are a first-time buyer out there, and let me explain what a first-time buyer is. A first-time buyer can be somebody that owned a house years ago and has been renting for three years or more. Yeah. First-time buyer can be somebody that's never owned. Uh, that's obvious. But you know, for those who have houses years ago and has been renting or living with parents for whatever reason since, at three years or more, you qualify as a first-time home buyer. So that's kind of cool to know. Yeah. Um, yeah so a first-time home buyer programs that we have, as I mentioned, every every kind of work history out there we can handle. But one particular that comes out, it comes out once a year, and it is it is a community reinvestment program, aka um, first front door. And first front door, it's a grant. It's a grant that if you could get for every dollar that you want to spend of your own money, they give you $3. So up to $5,000 in first front door grant money can be given to a first time buyer um, who wants to purchase a house in 2024. And the cool thing about this is a few cool things about this. Um, the first front door opens in March, right? There'll be an opening time and you actually get in touch with me at that phone number and we get you registered, my team, we get you registered for the grant. Now we register it based on where you live and where you work now. Um, we work, you know, we work with your credit. If you have credit issues, we can, let's just say you qualify for the whole 5,000 based on your comfort zone. That means you have an allotment waiting for you when you are ready to buy and you pretty much can spend the rest of the year looking for a home. It's nothing that you need within 30 days. You could wait five months and then, then you find a house just because you had to take three months to get your credit together, right? Or you were waiting for a bonus to come in to buy or whatever the reasons are. Um, but this is a $5,000 grant. And if you stay in the house for five years or more, it's forgiven. That means you don't pay it back. That's great. Yeah. It's pretty cool, right? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty good thing. I mean, you, and when, if let's just say you only lived in the house for three years and you have to pay it back, not a big deal either because you built equity and that's three years. And for my new buyers that are on this call, equity is the money is the um, difference between the balance of your mortgage and the value of your home. And that that difference, if you have money, it's called equity. So when you go to sell, a normal equity is about four to five percent per year. Appreciation is built in the house. Um, but, you know, Lisa and Rich come back to you three years and say, this house you bought for 200,000 now it's worth 250. Well, the easy math is, and I own only owe 175. I have $75,000 worth of equity in that house. Yeah. Well, you know, what's cool is that grant, even if you have to pay it back, it got you in the house three years ago, Yeah. but you could just take it from your equity. You know what I mean? When you go to sell, it's considered a lien on the property. So what that means is a lien, a mortgage, when we give you a mortgage, if you're buying a house for 200,000, we're going to lend you, let's just say we lend you 175,000 of that. That's $175,000 mortgage. Every month you make your mortgage payment, you're paying us back. That's a lien. That'll be in first position. 
first front door will come in second position. So a title company kind of keeps track of that. And they, they recorded in the courthouse in Delaware County, Chester County, and wherever else you, you, you're purchasing. So it's just, it's, it's just good to know that you, you figure out what the lien is, but it is forgiven if you stay in the house for five years. That's great. That, I mean, that is free money. It is free money. Really yeah. is. And, um, well, I would, I would ask then how important is early registration in a program? That is a like fantastic that? question. Yes. So it is really important because this is a program that actually sh uh, shows itself over a three to four month period of time. It opens sometime in March, usually the beginning by mid, um, and it closes by July normally. Sometimes in a hot market, it can run out in June. So every bank is allotted money. Um, we have been, this will be my seventh year with First Front Door. Um, so every bank gets allotted X amount of money. Um, and, you know, when that money runs out, if you don't use it, you don't, you lose it, right? Um, mm -hmm. And it goes into another pool for the following year. So it's just how the, how it works. So let's just say you apply for the lien, uh, the, the grant, you make application with, with FCCB, we have you there and you never buy a house. You're not obligated to anything. Wow. So there's no risk for the buyer. There's no risk for the buyer. Wow. That's great. Yeah. So that's a pretty great cool thing. Point. And, the, and first front door has income limitations though, right? It does. And, and it didn't come out. Uh, it usually is for how many persons are in the house. One person, uh, one to two people, then it would be three, four, you know, uh, four or more. Like, so it depends on how many people are going to be living in the home. Okay. Right. And the income limit is directly to household income for anybody over the age of 18. So if you are in a situation where you have a husband and wife and the husband has really bad credit and the wife doesn't want him to go on, but the, the husband still works, unfortunately, we have to use the husband's income. You can't say you're separated or have it live with them unless you can prove all of that stuff. So because they do track it. And um, but that being said, the income limitations are not out yet. We usually get them in February. Um, to give you, I'd be lying to you if I knew exactly what uh, 2023s were, and I meant to print that out earlier and I forgot. Um, but, uh, you know, somewhere in that um, uh, uh, mid upper 50s for one person, okay. uh, upper level 60s for two, you know, it kind of works that way. Okay. So it, it's definitely not going to be um, high income people that can, that need the grants, you know, because they just assume it's moderate income people that need these kind of grants. Right, right. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, um, yeah, which is kind of cool. So to kind of um, maybe um, layer that with a brand new program that FCCB just came out with, it's, it actually rolls out January 15th for all new applicants um, and has nothing to do with like that first front door, I should mention, it's Delaware, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, everywhere I'm licensed. Okay. Great. And it doesn't, it, it could work with FHA. It could work with VA. It could work with conventional. So it's not a type of program. It is a grant. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. So that works with everything. So to layer that, um, First CCB Bank just came out with this. It's called Home Achievable. It's the first time I'm putting it out there. And um, it, it's going to work for most of Delco, Chester County, Montgomery County, and that PA pocket. Um, it could work with First Front Door when it comes out if they need the assets. But um, it's a 3% down loan. Um, it, you could just put 3% down, obviously, plus closing costs. It has a, I don't want to get the technical like back end talk about that because that, that I don't, I'm going to lose a crowd there, right? But if, if you qualify for this, the beauty of this loan is um, you get to put 3% down and have no PMI, right? It's conventional. Right. It's conventional. Right. Yeah, it's okay. conventional only. Um, but it's a Fannie and Freddie. We work with Fannie and Freddie on this. And it's what's kind of cool about it is for anybody listening that if you if you're looking to get a mortgage anytime you're looking to get a mortgage in a conventional way normally you know not normal but people that put 20% down are not they they feel like you have less risk the bank feels like you have less risk when you put less than 20% down you get assessed what they call private mortgage insurance PMI PMI is a warm and fuzzy insurance in case that you default, the bank gets paid back. Right. That's all it is. And it, it could be assessed into your monthly payment. So PMI, PMI can affect your monthly payment because it gets added to that uh, loan that you're paying back. It gets added to one twelfth of the taxes, one twelfth of the insurance. It's part of your mortgage payment. So Home Achievable program allows it's three percent down with no pmi wow kind of cool, kind of cool. yeah i've never heard of, of a program like that it sounds like a game changer joyce i mean i know there's lend, i know there's lender paid mi uh, mortgage insurance but a different animal that's on any that's vanilla that can work on any type of loan there's buyer paid mi lender paid mi yeah there's there's a lot of ways to that we could do the pmi but this particular program for first-time home buyers only and you know is is going to be kind of cool in this market yeah are we talking fixed term and if so then how, how many years absolutely fixed term and i'll tell you what what i did was it's safe it allow me to open i wanted because it, it doesn't come out until next week oh. literally i wanted to get an idea to give you an example of where the rate would be today you know how far if it's off the mark you know um um, um if you hear me tapping i'm <laughs> into my computer here all right so on the lines of that let me see if anybody answered me um um do, 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 do. no so uh truth be known uh we had a lot of outage outage outages yeah. in montgomery county yeah. and some of our branches were affected and doylestown was one of them so it could be that these guys like literally so much is down today um yeah so i never got my answer back so i don't want to fudge and i don't want to even pretend i know i'm sure it's a little higher than the normal interest rate not lower mm -hmm. um but you know not a lot i i wouldn't think by a lot to, right. to, to be honest um wanted to not confuse anybody but you know these two great programs are out there but we talked about credit in a hot minute right when i said pmi yeah. um like in credit um 
or maybe should I continue with programs? Because I, I have a impor some important uh, points about credit as well. However you want to do it. It's fine. Yeah, I just said, you know, PMI, you know, is a thing that gets assessed to your monthly payment. You know, some, but some of these programs, a lot of these programs, First Front Door, Home Achievable, PHFA, KFIT, which is a Pennsylvania first time buyer, second loan, get free money if you stay in the house for 10 years, zero interest. Um, it has uh, income limits. It has credit score limits. So put a note in that for a second. That's another program that we have that's out all year round. It doesn't expire. And, you know, you, you could, we have, it can go up to $180,000 in household income. So it's robust oh. and it gives you 5% of the sale price in closing cost assistance. And you don't have to pay it back as long as you stay in the house 10 years. What? Wow. Yeah. Great. Or if you stay in the house every year, you stay in it, it gets 10% of it gets forgiven. So, you know, if you bought a $200,000 house, as an example, PHFA KFIT or KFLEX will give you $10,000 towards your closing cost at zero interest, no payment back. And if you stayed in the house five years, you owe five grand back. Well, you don't physically pay it. You take it out of your equity, right? Exactly. So it's kind of another cool program for closing costs that is out there all year round. You don't have to wait for it. But all of these programs that I'm talking about have credit score requirements. And it's, yeah, yeah and, and I think that's important, why it's so important to talk about credit, right? Yes, yes, yes. it is. Yeah, credit karma is not my friend. So, <laughs> um, and what I mean by that, I think everybody should have a credit monitoring system. You know, whether it be through their credit card, through credit karma, everybody should have it. Because mm -hmm. there is so much fraud out there. Um, side note, case in point, uh, airplane ride, airplane ride, American Airlines, fill out an application to get free airline tickets, you know, that whole thing that they give you as you're ready to get off the airplane. And three months later, you have a $4,700 balance on a credit card you never applied for because of oh fraud. Oh boy. And if I did not have, because this is a personal story, if I did not have a credit monitoring you know, whatever, you know, that showed that this happened. Yes. I would have never known that somebody applied under my name and my social. Right. So, right. but it d never gives me an accurate credit score the way a mortgage company looks at it. Right. So credit karma, your discover, your credit one, your banks, they're going to give you your FICA score. They're going to give you, you know, a score, but it's not how we see it so that we use a tri system equifax transunion and experian tri merged and it's the hardest hit you'll ever get when somebody pulls your credit so if you're coming to me and somebody just recently ran your credit you owe it to yourself to tell me i am as i said a confessional tell me everything <laughs> tell me that you see in credit karma that you only have a 350 credit score tell me and then we're going to have a conversation because by me pulling it is going to do further damage right. 
So I, I want to be, you have to be honest with me so I can properly guide you and I can give you some quick fixes to get your credit scores up. I can tell you how to establish credit if you never had it. Um, I can tell you the do's and don'ts of what to do. You know, you might not be ready for the full application. We could have that conversation too. As I said, we, we help you set the table, but credit scores affect everything. Credit affects your buying power, what your rate is going to be, if you qualify for buyer or for these programs or not, because they all have credit score requirements. Um, that's the beauty of circling back to first front door. When we initially had these conversations with borrowers, Rich and Lisa, that we're going to be able to say to them, Hey, you know, um, this, uh, um, you know, this credit score is 575. Guys, I need you to do these five simple things over the next 30 days and we can get you rocking and rolling and in Lisa's car to go look at houses. Yes. And, and that's what we do. Um, and first front door will still hold that grant money for you. Even if it, you know, so that's kind of cool. It only works on the calendar year, but it, it's kind of cool why we fix your credit. Um, I have buyers that I have nursed credit back that come back to me a year later and 18 months later said, Joyce, thank you so much. I never thought I'd be able to own a home. And I take a lot of pride in that and not yeah. wonderful. It is. And the thing is, if they don't start, I, I try to tell everyone start right now, even if you're not looking to buy a house for a year or two or five, whatever yeah. Start now, because having good credit, having some savings, it opens more doors and opportunities for you. Totally. And you have options. You're not, you're not stuck. Exactly. No. Exactly. You'll and never know if the answer is no. Like if you don't ask, <laughs> the answer is always going to be no. If you continue to rent thinking you have to save more credit more and never got it from a professional that you can't do it right now, or this is what you take the steps to do it, then you're not, you're not, you owe yourself. It's an injustice not to figure out how to do it, especially if we're offering it for free. Right. Right. Yeah. And I mean that like Lisa, they, Lisa and Rich, they don't sign anything. I mean, yeah, you fill out an application, but right. if this is going anywhere and we're babysitting credit, we will, that's what we do. We be, we don't, we don't call you at midnight, breathe heavy, send you bad <laughs> literature in the mail, nothing like that. It just doesn't work that way. The whole objective is to, you know, to, um, you know, it's community, it's all about community reinvestment. And I made a living, um, you know, even when I sold real estate in the eighties, it was always with first time buyers. So I work with second time and third time and investments and second homes and all that. But, you know, my bread and butter has always been educating first time buyers. And I appreciate you allowing me on this podcast today to kind of talk about it. I love working with first time home buyers too. I just, I don't know, there's something special about it getting yep. someone into their first home yep that's a big deal the american dream yep yes yeah don't let the news media or anybody else tell you that you can't buy a home get it get it first from here <laughs> yeah don't don't listen to what's out there and you know even even parents can be like a, a, a kill kill joy <laughs> you know they can you know i i look Cheerios years ago came out with an advertisement. It's not your parents' Cheerios, you know, when they ch started changing the way the boxes and, 
you know, uh, kind of reinvented Honey Nut Cheerios and all that. And I always like to say that to borrowers, this is not your parents' real estate market, yeah. you know? Yeah. I'm, I mean, I am in my, you know, we've owned homes for 45 years, so we've been doing this for a long time. But even my adult children, um, you know, know that I give them the same speeches, you know, they get the same speeches. And I always like to treat buyers as if they were my children uh, without being, without being condescending for sure. Right. Right. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah. great. That is, you know, and there's, there's so many people out there that really do want to buy a home and they just don't know where to go, where to turn, what to do. They have bad credit or they're not sure if their credit's bad because they have no idea what's on their credit. Um, and that's, and that fear, like I have talked to so many people that they're afraid to take that step. And I always tell them, listen, we've all been down the road that something has happened at one time of, in our life or another where, you know, our credit wasn't perfect or, you know, things happened and exactly. we had to, we had to you know, build things back up, you know, so that's why we, you know, we're able to, to help. I think that's why we're able to help people because I, I, you, 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 we were in the trenches. Absolutely. Yes. We've yeah, been absolutely. there. Yep. And we know that we can come out of it and now we can help get those people out of that, out of the trenches, Absolutely. get them. And then they can help people get out of the trenches in some way or another when they're out of it. So yeah, it's just a, it's a nice cycle to be in, it is. Um, you know, when, um, I guess, especially when you know what it's like. And like you said, there is no judgment. There's no, no the, nobody's going to wave their finger at you and say, you terrible person, you. <laughs> no, on no, the contrary is like, you know, everybody, everybody's got stories everybody's got stories. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, I've, I'm learn. I learn every day. I, I, I'm sorry. I learn every day. So it's, um, the, uh, the idea of being able to find something new that somebody has, you know, when I look at their profile, you know, uh, I'm always willing to learn and, you know, just to give the advice to this is how we're going to do it. Yeah. That's great. That's what's yep. needed. Well, Joyce, um, it's obvious that you have a passion for what you do. Yes. Ah, uh, well, I thank you. I really do. Um, I appreciate, always love working with you guys, and um, I appreciate the uh, opportunity to be on this forum. Well, oh, well, we are very happy and thankful to have you. You are a great guest. Yes, and we'll look forward to having you again. All right, thank you. Yeah. And, um, and give give your um, contact info again. So okay. It's uh, Joyce McQuaid, 610-656-6846. Shoot me a text and I'll shoot you my email address and website. Um, it's probably easier that way since I can't type it, but um, that's FCCB Mortgage. And um, like I said, give it a shot, guys. You never know what you can do until you ask the questions. So would love to help. That's right. right. Yes. Be, be encouraged. Yes. Empower you. Let me empower you with yes. the information. That's yep. right. And yep. if whoever's listening, get in touch with us or get in touch with Joyce first and 
we'll connect and and Lise, why know? why don't you give everybody our contact information as well yes our contact information is uh we're rich and lisa small with realty mark cityscape our phone number is 610-764-1371 and we have an easy email address it's just rich small team at gmail.com so yes you can shoot us a text as well or call or email and um set up you know either we can we can talk on the phone zoom or meet in person whichever you prefer so right. and yes. our our hope is that we've made your life just a little easier and your day a little bit better and that if you do have questions don't hesitate to reach out to us rich and lisa small or joyce mcquaid and i think you can realize from this conversation that we really can take you from A to Z in this whole process, beginning at the very, very most basic thing, which might be just rebuilding your credit, all the way up to the settlement table, where you will be uh, happy with the final result because we will get you there and we'll be in your corner the whole time. Yes, that's we, it. Don't like, we don't like surprises. So we try to be ahead, one step ahead of everything. Exactly. And that's just how that's just how we work. We make sure that everybody's doing what they need to be doing. It's kind of like being a, in a supervisory position and making sure if there's anything that needs attention, we take care of it and get that done uh, ahead of time so that we're not sitting at the settlement table with surprises because nah, we don't like that. that <laughs> <laughs> we don't want that. Yeah. So uh, all right. All right, Joyce. All right, Happy New Year, everybody. Looking forward happy to it. Happy New Year you. to you and everyone. Thank you so much, Joyce. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Take care. All right, bye now. Bye-bye. Bye now.